1: Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers
0: Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Hour number two of Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott joining you in Oil Country on Oilers Now. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, Hugh Porter at Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Digitex has been the title sponsor of Oilers Now for the last nine seasons. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780 63 Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Uh, we just did a whole rack of calls on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement, bet on it. I'll tell you, Japanese Village, open to serve you to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Japanese A5 Wagyu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. Uh, we will bring aboard Mark Spector Sports spec for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing back at Century Mile Racetrack. Friday and Saturday with free parking and admission. For more information, head to thehorses.com. Hello, Mark Spector. How are you doing? Good, Bobby. Ready to go here? Game four, Battle of Alberta. Pumped. And uh, this is, uh, well, I, it's interesting. It's got, I know that Kevin Weeks uh, certainly ESPN has talked it up as uh, maybe the best series going right now because there's been For sure. some blowout games in some of the NBA. The Battle of Florida turned out to be a border skirmish. It wasn't much. Yeah, I mean, not much. Panthers couldn't score a goal. Vasilevsky into any can do that. He's a world-class goalie. Papkowski
1: was just good enough to get you beat in that series, Bob. That's yeah. what I thought. They didn't score enough, though. Like, they didn't score. They scored they three goals in four. They didn't games. score enough. Huberdeau didn't show up. Not pretty down in Florida. Everyone, you know, these guys won the Presidents' Trophy. Everybody thought yeah. they'd be. Uh, they push back a little. The already.
0: analytics, darlings, the Florida Panthers.
1: Yeah. Well, how are those analytics teams doing? Let's see. The Leafs are out. Florida's out.
0: Carolina's still in.
1: Carolina's still in. New Jersey how they've do, been doing the last oh fifteen 15 years <laughs> okay don't get me started bob come on uh good
0: time i here. find it remark. they got the second overall pick and logan cooley's sitting there And they love drafting americans new jersey i cannot see them pat but apparently that, that 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 second overall pick's available okay uh, you know i mean
1: well it's not supposed to be that strong a draft and you know, I, listen. If I'm New Jersey, I'm kind of thinking I, I uh, picking another 18-year-old is not speeding my process up fast enough. they well, got to get they, moving over there, and they golf. got
0: Heesher and Hughes. Yeah. And you know, like Hughes is in drafting the, for a long time. He's here. a nice offensive player, but he's uh, you know he's got players. But they need some help. But they need they're some not, older players. But they're not guys that'll flip the script for an entire organization. No, which. We are privileged to watch probably two of those guys on a nightly basis. So let's get right to it, Mark, uh, because it was a conversation point for our listeners. It's clearly been a, uh, a, a conversation coming out of the Calgary, emanating from the Calgary Flames dressing room. Yep. Uh, we are watching Connor McDavid take his game to new heights, both offensively and defensively.
1: Yeah, it's it's you know who thought there was more, Bob, <laughs> right? Who thought there was more? Well, there's more. Uh, he's even the, better all than he right, was. So
0: you wrote that he had to be better defensively and Leon had to be. Did you think he could get better and more dynamic offensively?
1: Well, probably not, but every coach well, has. every coach you ever talk to says – You know, if you play the right way defensively, more chances come of it. And I don't know if that's what's going on. I really, I'm not here to tell you how Connor McDavid's doing it. I'm only here to tell you that he's doing it. When's the
0: last time we've seen a guy dominate like this before?
1: Yeah, you got to go way back. I mean, you know, offensively, Wayne Gretzky to me, or maybe Mario. You know that that just the other team walked out of the building. Like, you saw the avails after Game Three. Every Calgary guy, basically, and Matt Kachuk said it in as many words. One guy's beaten us. He wasn't the only guy that said it. They're all saying it. We got a perfect. Connor McDavid killing us. Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect, right? In okay. fact, Leon Draisaitl has more points in this series than McDavid has. How about that? Perfect. If they think
0: that, <laughs> well, because Speck, here's the other part of the equation, which has always been the end of our argument. The others have Hyman and and Kane now. I mean, basically Nugent Hopkins has been their fifth most impactful forward in this series. Yeah. When in the past he had to be their third most impactful yep. forward, but Hyman's got four goals, Kane got a hat trick in the last game, Drysdale's got 10 points. Uh McDavid's got nine. You know, when you get productivity like that through three games in a series,
1: wow. it's not just one guy, is it? No, I mean, there's two sides to that. Karniv McDavid is stirring the drink down there, and no one's saying he's not. He's, right. he's he's running Calgary's show. They can't handle him. He you know did was in on three or four goals the other night. It's too much for them as an individual. But no, there's he only played 20 minutes, Bob. There's 40 other minutes out there for the Calgary Flames to win a hockey game, right? Score some goals, get some things done. So. You know, McDavid, Kachuk said Matthew uh, McDavid plays half the game. He doesn't play half the game. He plays a third of the game, which is not, a, you know, lots of forwards play 20 minutes a night. It's not like they're, you know, we've seen the Oilers overuse Connor McDavid. We've seen him play 27, 28 minutes, and frankly, he's better at 20. Uh, the Calgary Flames got to look in the mirror and say, what are we doing with the other 40 minutes here? Clearly not enough, ball.
0: See, and I have a theory, Mark. I don't want to... It's all. Here's the thing. We know this series is far from over. Let's establish that. Nobody, if there's a Flames partisan out there... Big game
1: tonight. Big game to make. They win this... The Calgary wins tonight. They're going home a best of three. They got two at home. Right. They're in so control. Th- this is a
0: huge game tonight. Yeah, it and it's far swing from... Game. No one is handing this thing to Edmonton. But we have seen one player elevate to a level and then the Oilers have a far deeper, better team better equipped to support him and that has resulted in like he should, I don't know what you got after game one but I had all the, the Ken Holland haters out there, all the Mike Smith haters, all the ah, all dunking. It's, a, it's an
1: emotional time, they gave up nine goals that's what's right, going to happen.
0: That's what's going to happen, right? And then, you know, the, the poor start in game two of the series, down yeah. 2 nothing right away, I oh, Tell yeah. me what oh, were you right. all right, what were you thinking? They make it three one on a power play goal in the second period. Well I you, didn't
1: like the first two goals on Smith much in that game, and okay. I thought I thought right away, like obviously Smith he wasn't any good in game one, so what? One game. But then he comes out in game two and I didn't like that for sur- for sure that second goal, he dropped that rebound on Richie's stick, he put it in the net. Didn't like it. I thought I'll tell you what I thought, Bob, is that if Mike Smith doesn't pick it up here, this will be a short series. Right. And what happened? He picked it up. He's let in two goals since. You know, so yeah, he didn't have a great start to game two, but it's not how you start, pal. It's how you finish, and, and you know, I do give Mike Smith a lot of credit. He was in a hole, and... Damned if he didn't dig himself out of it pretty and, good You know, one of the key <laughs>
0: moments in the series was in game two, after the callback goal on the net drive by McDavid, the dry side will put yes. it on the net. Connor comes right back out there four and four. And 32 it, seconds later. Executes a perfect play of Duncan Keith and yeah. a four-way passing play and frees up McDavid and boom, it's in the net. Yep, And now it's game on.
1: Yeah. Hey, resilient team. You know what? A good series. The Flames, you know, we've watched these series for years and and, and look down at them from... 30,000 feet. It's about who gets to dictate how we're going to play here. The Oilers play a certain way. The Flames play a certain way. The last two games, certainly the last five periods of hockey, it's been Oilers hockey they're playing down there. And the Flames are trying to keep up. They're trying to turn it into a the kind of hockey they played all year. Right? They want their size and their aggression to be an advantage. hadn't been one, Bob. They want to be able to tie up the neutral zone and slow the Oilers down. They haven't been able to do that yet, Bob. So we're watching them tonight. They're going out there to do all those things. If Calgary turns this thing back into their style, and we're watching Flames hockey tonight, it'll be 2-2. If they can't do it tonight, Bob, but they can't turn the style back their way... It's going to be hard. They ain't turning it back. If they can't do it tonight, it won't happen. This is the test for the Flames. Yeah,
0: there's no question they're a good, hard, four-checking team. Uh, Mike Smith helps with that because he can handle a puck. Uh, and, and it, you know, yeah, I think it's easier for them to hard... Some of the challenges Edmonton had, I mean, Smith had a poor start in Calgary in Game 1, but the other... You
1: know, lots of lots of bad stuff happening in Game One. They had nine goals in.
0: Right, caught. But God, I was thinking the two poorest games Edmonton played in the final twenty-five of the year was a game in calgary game in minnesota both teams yep. that could really forecheck and miko started both games and they put pucks in the soft spots in the corner and miko wasn't making plays and they just the the defense were meat on sticks just getting their <laughs> yeah. getting run man like that,
1: that, that so that, why can't they do that tonight that's what calgary has to do to you and you know it's
0: harder against smith because he can handle a puck that's well, part of the equation
1: smart dumps right and smart dumps The
0: did this series switch when Jay Woodcroft put Kane, McDavid, and Settle together in game two. Yeah, all for sure. Did he flip the script on the well, series?
1: Give him, uh, yeah, I take it back sort of to game six when he loaded up. You know, he did some different things. We, we've we seen Out him.
0: Out of the injury to, uh, on the play with Mikey Anderson with Leon because yeah, Leon couldn't play yeah, center.
1: That's right. He did some different things and some smart. coached his way through that series. And, you know, give him credit. He's up against a wily veteran in Sutter. Like there's nothing Daryl Sutter hadn't seen. You can't come up with a new look for this guy. And so far, what he's done, just fine. You know, he's certainly not getting out-coached, I'll tell you that. Yeah.
0: What about analytics teams like Colorado, Tampa, and Carolina? You knew that was
1: coming. I don't get this, an analytics team, frankly. Everybody has analytics departments. Yes, yes. Everyone has it. It's like people say, that guy's a defensive coach. Every coach wants defense, pal. So that this whole we're, having, team we're is, having fun with is, it.
0: That's what we were saying. All right.
1: They're all analytics teams. The Oilers are an analytics team. You don't think every acquisition they make, they don't look at the analytics?
0: They, they look some at just analytics.
1: play closer. Attention they might be. To it than they others. might
0: be becoming a bigger analytics team in the future. All right. So spec. So we're watching McDavid take his game to. Well, how are we? Are we talking Lemieux early nineties, Gretzky in the eighties? <laughs> is that what we're looking at here? Well,
1: I'll tell you what it's a faster game than it was then and it's harder to score than it was then and that's not being disrespectful to Mario or Wayne it's you know the defensive systems backtracking you know we all remember Gretz video work video work we all remember Gretz creating space by coming in over the blue line and doing that beautiful little twirl he did he did a little circle right that loop and he bought all this time you try that today and there's a Forward's going to go right through you. Yeah, you know. So that those options aren't open to McDavid. He has to do everything at lightning speed because there's less time and space in the game today. That's all there is to it. And he's creating his own time and space. It's amazing how he goes from having two guys on him to being in open ice. And it's like, what just happened? Like Hannifin. Hannifin's got him. Hannifin's got him. All of a sudden, Hannafin doesn't got him anymore. That's their best
0: skating (laughs) defenseman.
1: He's a good player, Bob. He's a good player, and he is absolutely struggling with Conor and David. You know, there's not a lot of better guys out there than Anifan. He's good and fast.
0: All right, we're going to talk about some other critical factors as to why we're where we're at right now, two one, and what many people say.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com
0: This is the, the best second round series of Battle of Alberta. Mark Specter for the horses and horse racing in Alberta when we return on orders now. Let's go to the orders now. Prospect report brought to you by Scott Arthur Millwork Custom Cabinetry, Luxury Closets, Exceptional Millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. And here's Brendan Escott. All right. Well, remember last week when Blake Fiddler was taken first overall in the U.S. Priority Draft by the Edmonton Oil Kings? Kind of an embarrassment of riches here. Uh, he's a six foot two, uh, 185 pound right shot defenseman. Today, signing his standard player agreement, so he will in fact join up with the team as expected. Uh, Kurt Hill, quoted as saying that he's going to be a really big part of the Oil Kings future. He played most recently, I guess, in Frisco, Texas because, of course, Vern's down there now. But uh, that is his
1: dad, Vern Fiddler, who is an Edmonton product. So yeah. it should be cool to watch his career develop. And
0: I, when Vern was it's in the cool. WHL at like 18 and 19, nobody thought he was going to be an NHL player. Then he had yep. a real good 20-year-old year in medicine hat, and away he went. Uh, Mark Spector is here, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing in Alberta. Mark, the yes. hockey gods. And they smiled <laughs> upon Edmonton in 2014 and 2015 when they got Drysaddle third and McDavid number one. The Hockey Gods. The orders went 2-11 and 2. Their coach basically got a fired as a result of that tough stretch. I mean, it played a huge part in undermining the season for Dave Tippett and mm-hmm. Jim Playfair. Sure. The Oilers used 13 defensemen during that time. A combination of injuries and uh, COVID related. COVID. The Flames got yeah. COVID basically all at once and got shut down all at once. They have a big heavy tough team and they didn't get a lot of injuries. Yep. and that injury bug has finally caught up to them with a critical guy Chris Tanev,
1: and they have missed him through the
0: first three games yeah, he, of the series.
1: He's their best shutdown guy. He'd be on. He'd be out against McDavid every single shift. So yes, you know, and it's really akin to Edmonton not even having Darnell Nurse. Nurse is hurt, but he's playing. And in fact, I thought Game Three was his best game in a while. Me too. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just know injuries come. They always come, and. You know, Knockwood, the Flames had a great year, and they didn't have almost any injuries at all. And then the playoffs come and you lose your best shutdown guy, and you go, oh, man, I wish we'd have lost him in November and had him back now. <laughs> you know, so you no know, control over it, but uh, that's how it went for Calgary. And, you know, Evan is not nick-free either. You know, it looks like dry saddle's getting healthier, Bob. Certainly yes. doing much more work in the face-off circle, right? Conor McDavid didn't take a draw in Game 3. Uh, And the Flames are winning that battle, by the way. They're winning the face-off battle, but, you know, Drysaddle's pounding away. He's 54%. The other guys aren't doing so great, but whatever. (laughs) Calgary had three
0: players score 40 goals this year. Lindholm, Goodrow, and Kachuk all had career seasons. Maggiapani had 35 uh, Majapani, re- represented by wow. your by your old friend Rich Winter, yes. Uh, Matthew Kichuk and Majapani both RFA's, good UFA. So uh, four guys that had career years, thirty five plus goals. Their top four That's... D all had career years in the back end, and their team was healthy. And now they've lost Tanev, which has been a uh, th- something for them too. Just
1: uh, one player though, Bob. You know yeah. what? They got three forty goal scorers. Uh, who didn't do much in Game 3. No. Right? Like, like we right. say, they're best players. they got to go out win-hawk game for Calgary. You
0: talked right? about faceoffs offs um, and it's played a factor in Edmonton's power play, and Calgary's done a good job yeah. with the pressure on the PK. Uh, yeah. But... I'm going to play this Five. game both ways. So I'm going to start with Calgary. There's no way is going to continue to have an 8.53 save percentage in this series. He's 1-2. and two. He's got a 5.77 goals against average yep. and an 8.53 save percentage. It's not like the Oilers have the Cadbury secret on how to scold, score on Jacob Markstrom. He's going to be better, right? We know that. You would think so. Is the Oilers' power play going to be better than 7% scoring uh, 1 out of 15 opportunities so yeah, far?
1: You would think so. Right? Right. It improved last game, didn't score, but improved. You know what I mean? A lot of chances certainly create momentum. Uh, No, I think both, those things are true. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that that it's going to get worse for Markstrom. Uh, You know, he's, as, as Jay Woodcroft aptly pointed out the other day, he has played a lot of hockey this year. You know, he's played 63 games and now he's played 10 in the playoffs. 73 games into a season. That's a lot of hockey.
0: Did you think he just pulled that number 63? Yeah, no, no. That was well done, wasn't it? Was it was well
1: done, yeah. He, just for the listeners out there, uh, he was talking about Mike Smith, who hasn't started, you know, 10 games in a row in like five years. And he referenced that point that I had made to him in a question. And he said, yeah, well, it's not like Mike Smith played 63 games. And I thought, 63, that's a strange number. So, of course, I went right and looked it up. And that's exactly how many games Jacob Markson played this year. So. Now, that
0: wasn't the only <laughs> levity on Saturday. There was also a moment with your friend Leon Dreisettle, You asked him about the, the hat.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I didn't really get the answer.
0: Now was he when, was he referencing Cologne Football Club KFC or was he saying Kentucky Fried? I don't. Chicken, you know what? I the don't F know. of the C. Is I it? think we all assumed that he was referencing the F because if you're around Leon once in a while, he's actually got a really.
1: Uh, he's a funny guy. He, he, he's smart, well spoken. He, he, he knows a joke when he sees one, for sure. Right. So he had a little fun. It was whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, he was wearing a big K on his hat, which of course stands for the way they spell Cologne. In, uh, we call it Cologne. They call it Koln, right? K-O-L-N? Right, yes. So Colner,
0: Colner. Hale is the name of the hockey team that his dad okay. coached uh, and yeah. that the Oilers played when we went to Germany way back when in 1819.
1: Yeah. So. Hey, listen, Leon uh, is, is, man, I mean, what a player this guy's turned into. He is a... You know, you just watch him. You know, I, we all remember how the Anaheim Ducks back in '17, and we're talking five years ago. He's a much younger man. Anaheim couldn't handle him in the playoffs then. Remember the series he had? Yeah. And now he's just a steady Eddie, like you get it from Leon every night. He's
0: got 19 points in 10 games. Right. But
1: ankles the, but, messed up, whatever.
0: But the Oilers are a one-man team.
1: Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call him a one-man team, but the one man they have is not a bad player.
0: <laughs> is he the best? athlete on the planet right now
1: uh i don't know now we're getting into you know i, I don't think I, I don't think you phrase it right the question to me would be is he the most dominant athlete in his sport how about okay. that sure and why don't you, know, you well why don't you think about that we'll throw it a break there's a lot of baseball player that's that dominant there's, is there a soccer player right now yeah it's kind of a
0: tweener time there's right a few guys ronaldo and messi have kind of backed off a bit and yeah you know Mbappe doesn't want to play in a good league. He's sitting there playing a little league in France. <laughs> 780-496-0063. Is, that's the text line. Is Connor McDavid the most dominant player in his respective sport today? You tell us. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line after we go to a global news, weather, and traffic update with Eileen Bell.
1: Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.